Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Katama from Yoda Year. Uh, me and Chandra usually start off our podcast episodes with a little bit of fun, but with everything going on right now, we just wanted to first use our platform to acknowledge some of the things that's going on. Now, we all about know about Ahmad um, Arbery, the jogger who was killed in Georgia, but I also want to bring light to uh, Breonna Taylor, who was murdered March 13th um, when police raided her boyfriend's home. Uh, the boyfriend shot back at the police officers when the police officers didn't announce who they were or anything like that. They shot uh, about 20 times. Breonna Taylor was hit eight times. Uh, when the warrant was uh, finally uncovered, found out that the cops actually went into the wrong home. Um, too many times um, black men are being killed and we get hashtags and all these other different things. But too many times black women are being killed. And we have to force you to say their names. So me and Chandra both wanted to make sure that we say her name, Brianna Taylor. We're going to give Brianna and Ahmad a moment of silence. Yo, it's your girl, Kashandra. Your is Katama. Welcome to Yo to Your Podcast. Where we talk about everything from side chicks to current events while staying black as fuck. Hey, let's do it. Um, all right. Hey. We're not going to start like that. <laughs> we start like that every time. Every time. You already know how I'm doing. Okay. I'm tired. I'm tired of being in the house. I want to go outside, but I don't want to die. So like every other American other than white people, <laughs> we all probably feel the same. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Running out of shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man because it's so true <laughs> it's so true i'm tired of looking at these four walls oh my gosh it's i'm like running out of ideas to rearrange my room i can't <laughs> do <this> more <laughs> At some point, I'm just like, my cats just want to chill with me. I'm just like, not today. Like, I don't want to be bothered within my own home now. Like, I need to go. I need to I feel go. Like the, I feel like the cats is probably tired of your ass. My <laughs> bitch, this is, work. this is my couch. I don't know when you thought you could come sit on it, but. <laughs> you said we do this every week. <laughs> It's been eight weeks free. Eight weeks. When are you going to find a job? <laughs> I'm tired of your shit, Jody. It's a mess. We just, but you know, they're, they're extending the stay at home order for LA. I don't know if it's yeah. California or for just LA, but the shade room announced on Instagram that they are extending it until the situation is quote unquote better. And they mm -hmm. will continue to still like phase in like different stuff like restaurants or parks and stuff as things continue to get better. Um, but at this time they're still ordering people to stay at home. So I'm just like, am I, 
Do I work from home indefinitely? Like this is I need my coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't need my coworkers, but I need I don't know. I did, there's so many plans that I have right now. There's so many things I'm working on that are just like on standstill. I mean, aside from this podcast, it's like it's on standstill that I can't, you know, like film or nothing like that. And like, especially with all this time now to think I'm very clear of what I want to do. Before I, went out, before I moved out here, I was like, I don't want to get involved in film. But now I'm like clear, like, no, I want to like produce and shit. And there's nothing I could do really to, you know, move forward in that. Right. Manifest it. God damn it. That means you can't. So you have, you were talking about different projects that you have. One of the projects that I have recently saw on your feed was, what is it called? The black man thing? The black man conversation? Oh, say less. (laughs) (laughs) It was no title that I listed. (laughs) Not one. Not one but black men talk. But they're black. There's they're black men, are they not? Yes, it is black men. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't far fetched, but say less. Is that something that you're talking about that you can't like continue to record because of it? Or has that Um Well no, that's more of like a talk show type thing. So we could I mean, it's not gonna be the same via Zoom, because I'm pretty sure everyone's tired of Zoom. But um you, you no, I, I have a pilot I just finished. That I'm ready to film. Um, you know, uh, if you don't know what a pilot is, it's just the first episode to a series. Right. Um, I'm trying. So that I just finished that with the writers group. Thought it was cool, and I'm ready to record that. And I have, and then just like you know, I have a bunch of PA gigs. As soon as this shit clears up, I'm gonna have a job. Like I have a job. It's just on standstill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the job is me being on set, and I love being on set, but I can't be on set because there is no set. Yeah. Oh, I feel but, like yeah. that. The say less thing is just another platform for containment to run his mouth. No, <laughs> it's just uh, what you love doing. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a it's a safe place for it's a vulnerable place for black men to talk about shit. That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel you on that. I mean, at the end of the day, I think a lot of us are similar. We're just trying to <clears throat> work with what's happening right now, but is hoping for our norm to go back to normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just uh, keep on with the good fight. Stay y'all black asses and everybody else, you know, at home and cover your sneezes and continue to do the protocol so that we can get out the house. But if you don't listen and go to the beach and throw up signs and go take your guns to city hall and stuff because you can't go to the beautician or you can't get your nails done, then it's just going to make us stay, you know, inside longer. So let's think about the whole humanity, not just about ourselves. Um, You're not working on nothing, Chandra? No fashion shit? Then you have like a thing with your friend. A thing with your friend. Yeah. I mean, we were trying to take that elsewhere, but it also involved like doing like events so we can't do events through zoom with like fashion and stuff so it's kind of been on a standstill honestly i just been working and trying to stay sane in general <clears throat> yeah you've been watching uh you've been binge watching like crazy <laughs> that's my regular life this is not this is not coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one of the ways I de-stress is by watching TV. So yeah. it's definitely, I mean, I've watched a lot more, <laughs> but this is nothing new. I, I want to binge watch so bad, but I feel so guilty. Why? I don't know why. I just feel like I could be doing shit. Like for me, my own self personally, not for anyone who's binge watching. But for me, it's like, I feel pressured. Like, yo, I should be, all this time I'm doing the binge watch, I should be writing. I should be doing something. But um, I don't know. I I do need to find something new to watch. I watched Eve's Bayou for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I didn't. I think one time was enough. I think. <laughs> I'm telling you, Eve Bayou and Beloved are like traumatic movies. Yo. But they're so, like, they're classics and they're good, but they're just like so hard to watch. Yeah. I was like, because I had to text my friend, like, how old was Megan Good in this movie? Because <laughs> Samuel Jackson and this nigga is, hey, there weren't laws. <laughs> I get it, fiction, but you know, cut. (laughs) (laughs) We cannot put this on TV. No, put it on TV. They said it'd be great. They said this. This this is what he's saying from jail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering, did it go into like the movie theater, or was it straight to DVD or straight to VHS? Because that movie's old. I don't know. To be honest, I genuinely do not know. Um, but I just know I won't be watching it again. <laughs> I saw Beloved, yo, I saw Beloved one time in the movie theaters, and I was like, there's no reason for me to ever see this again. <laughs> in the movie theaters? Oh. I saw movie, Beloved in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I guess my, I think I went with my, my babysitter or something like that, and mm-hmm. she just saw a slave movie. And, you know, growing up, they always, I was, everyone I was around always thought it was important for me to know about black history and shit like that. So, like, oh, a slave movie, you need to see this. And then, you know, Oprah kills a baby. And, like, <laughs> just like, people get raped. Like, it's just a lie. Raped. I'm like, oh, nah, bro. You got a special needs person. Like, it's just a lie. Good. I was like, oh, shit. Vagina <laughs> is hairy. I cannot look at this. What's this is crazy is that, like, she promotes that beauty, which is fine. Like, there's a lot of people that go natural, right? But yeah. I was like, yo, even on, because she plays on Westworld off of HBO. Yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. a recent scene where she's naked laying on, like, their, um, I don't know, like, a bed for her to get fixed up on, right? Yeah. And so you, they pan down from her head through her breast torso, and then you get to her hairy pussy, and you like, wow, still there, huh? <laughs> okay. All the years of of money and <laughs> this is what you love. This is what you love. That's well, did it. she shape it up? Did she shape it up? This time? it was shaped up. It was very nice. It looked uh, moisturized. Um, yeah, it looked good. I guess. Hmm. Honestly, I had a roommate who was like, I'm not shaving like I use. I leave a little trail mark. Or I think I think she said a trail mark. I was like, what the fuck is that? What? Well, that's, like a, that's like a landing strip or something. Right. Yeah. Yes, a landing strip. That's what it is. And I'm just like, why? Where are they landing? Like, why? <laughs> why do we need a landing strip? 
And so my dumbass was like, when I went to European Wax Center, I think the first or second time, I was like, let's try a landing strip. I instantly looked at that shit in the mirror, was like, all right, sis, I'm getting back on the table. Um, mm-hmm. Can you go ahead and rip that off too? Because <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just me. You get rid of a little skid mark on my... <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks like she just missed the spot, basically, to me. <laughs> like... So she didn't see that? Okay. <laughs> I know too much about your vagina right now. <laughs> You'll be all right. <coughs> so all right, one thing, I mean, that's, I guess that's one thing. So this week we had asked people to give us questions, scenarios, um, just any kind of situation that you would want us to speak about on our episode, right? Mm-hmm. Did you get any questions? I got uh I got weird sentences. I can't say they were questions. Okay. But okay. um yeah, a lot of weirdness going on. What about you? I got a lot of like promotions, I guess. Yeah. Um yes. and then I got some people asking like, "Well, how were you?" That's not the time. That's not the question. Um mm-hmm. And then I did get one, I guess, actual question, but it's something that we can't technically really answer. Okay. So one of the questions that I got was, when will we be able to go back outside? Instantly seeing that question. I'm just like, nigga, I don't know. That is not a question I can answer. Unfortunately, it looks like we're going to be staying at home for quite some time. So buckle in. <laughs> Summer bodies are off. Um, take great pictures with your ring light, but uh, don't go outside. With the ring light, nigga? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I got a couple of like things that I could not answer. Like Someone uh, who I'm pretty sure is either the feds um, said... Um, <laughs> Either the feds or just a random person said uh, God versus Satan. That that was that's literally what the sentence was. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, do you want me to choose? Like, no. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared, Core. Like, I don't understand. I gotta pick between the two. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill okay. with the creator. I don't really, I don't know. I don't really trust Satan that is much. That, is that really a question though? Like, I don't know too much. I don't know too much about him, but it, you know. From what I heard, he's not the most trustworthy of them of the two. <laughs> Judas. Yeah. You said Judas. <laughs> what other questions did you get? Okay. Uh advice on going back to get your masters when you have a busy life. That's Which actually I get. a good question. Yeah, especially for us. We both have we both are degreed, degreed up. I was like, I don't think that's a word. <laughs> we both got degrees. I can make up fucking words. You right, say whatever right. I want. They do it every day. You're right. How dare I? So, okay. So, uh, do you have any advice for this person who wants to go and get their master's while they have a busy life? Mm, I mean, it'll be the same shit anybody would tell you, really. Just time management is going yeah. to be key. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, schools work with you, whether you're going to like a mm-hmm. night program, which allows you to continue to have your job um, during the day, or you're doing a day program and working at night, 
a lot of schools for master degrees and up, they work with you on, um, well, d- depending on the program, but they work with you and your schedule. Um, but basically it's just time management and being really dedicated to earning your degree. Cause at the end of the day, you got to work for that paper. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. I would say time management. I remember when I was doing my master's, I had like four jobs. I had like four part-time jobs Easy. and going to school and time management was incredibly important. The, the grads, the, the graduate programs usually work with you. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> so it was good that this person access this, but at the same time, I know this person and respect their, you know, their privacy. Cause you know, we try to keep things anonymous. I know this person has kids. Mm-hmm. So that's the big difference between them and us is that they got kids. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I ain't got no children. So um, I guess, you know, find a good babysitter, something like that. I mean, you're going to be working basically, basically the third shift or even like the fourth shift. Like you have to be still be that parent and do like everything you got to do as a parent, cook, clean, mm-hmm. make sure your house don't catch on fire. All the stuff you do as a parent. Right. Then you got to go to work because you got to pay all those bills. And then you got to go to school. You just have to find time, your downtime. So like when your kids are doing homework or when your kids are asleep, um, if you have breaks during work, you got to just find time in order for you to fit in your studies and your writing your papers and stuff. But it's possible. Like many, many people in my program at Pepperdine were parents. Or even yeah. pregnant people, you know, yeah. like it's it's more than possible. Pregnant people, <laughs> pregnant women. My apologies. I mean, it's twenty twenty, so uh, I think pregnant people was more the politically correct term. Okay. You know, niggas is getting pregnant out here. I mean, as long as you have a uterus, you could carry a baby. Well, remember that fifteen years from now. I hope, I pray to God they find a way for y'all to have babies. I'm tired. Why would you wish that on us? Because I'm tired of having everything that fucking Eve fucked us up on. It's not my fault anymore. It's not. I'm tired. I'm tired of having a period. I'm tired of having cramps. I'm tired that I have to give my body up, house another human being, and carry it. For nine months, sometimes a little longer than just the nine months. Take care of this little nigga. Give my money, my time, my love to him, her, it, whoever. Right? It's just too much. It's too much. Do you, you guys ask of us too much? Be nurturing, but y'all out here just shitting on us every day, like. Remind me to never have kids with your ass. I can't take it. <laughs> Nigga out the nah, now nah, I gotta take care of this little nigga. Damn, son. Can you know pop him out? I gotta take care of him. <laughs> Fuck this life. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm gonna be a phenomenal mother. Cause I have a phenomenal mother, but still that does not mean I feel like this is just. Y'all don't get to feel any of this pain. Okay. Well, I don't want that pain. So, and if we got to choose where I got to have the kid, well, I guess we just not going to have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking selfish. Whatever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What question you got? 
Mm, my okay, so I have a question that I was trying to take a survey on from an experience that happened to me while I was babysitting my nephew, right? Mm-hmm. My question might be like I don't think it's inappropriate. I just think it's a little taboo because people don't like to talk about it. So my question I have been asking people is how do you wipe, I guess, basically your ass? What the fuck? Yep. See? Huh? Listen, because I was trying to teach my nephew how to wipe his butt. And I, me being a female, I was taught to wipe from front to back, right? And I took that as a literal sense. So I'm trying to teach my nephew to wipe from front to back. He brings the tissue back forward. And what happens? Something gets on his balls. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Who's going to want to clean that up? And first of all, you're four years old. I don't want to be doing this anyway. <laughs> I just felt like at four, like we should have this down pack. But I know, I know that we don't. I know developmentally it's not going to happen. So I was like, Chandra, you're thinking like a female. So maybe you should call a male for better advice. So I called my best friend, who's a guy, and I asked him how he was taught. And he was like, no, my mama taught me to wipe from front to back, too. What I did not distinguish was if you entered from the front, if you cocked your leg up to the side, if you got off the toilet. Like, I didn't distinguish the other stuff. I just heard from front to back. So I just automatically thought he wiped. Like Chandra White. That was a lie. <laughs> I don't know how the other way works. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is the... I don't understand the mechanics for it. <laughs> I didn't think about a grown man wiping from front to back because I was looking at this little kid. But I guess if I, you know, had six oh, inches right. or more in full grown balls, I probably wouldn't wipe from the front either. That was it, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm asking you. <laughs> I wipe from front to back. I don't understand the mechanics. I, I didn't like, because I'm literally sitting in my chair right now trying to practice the motion. And I'm like, well, But you're, are you cocking up a leg? Like, are you leaning over? Yes, I am leaning over. Okay. And so. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. I could mean, I could see how that works, but no. It just, it just feels unnatural. Definitely the lean. Do you do a lean with it? So I talked to somebody else who does a lean with like a kickstand. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> Why are you going in depth about these conversations? All right, fine. I'll take the poll by myself. Y'all don't want to hear about it. Just to let you know, this is a scientific question because it's on 100 questions off of um, Netflix. So um, I asked the question before I even knew that, just to know. You saw it on Netflix and now it's scientific? (laughs) No, it back. First of all, it was a scientific show. Shut the fuck up. It was. It was scientists based on stuff that asking questions about random stuff, but it's still scientific. Okay. All right, Chandra. What's what's the next questions? <laughs> mm, that was my only two questions. Uh okay. Then the question I got was um we she wanted us to they, she, they, he wanted us to discuss um how what you watch and listen to affects you some subconsciously uh, Repeat the question the person asks how to talk about how um the things you listen to and watch affect you subconsciously 
Oh. Okay. Well, that's pretty deep. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, I can go deep in the detail about this. Um, I guess um, for me personally, there's a bunch of questions to it. So like, I've always understood the power of what you watch and what you listen to and how it could affect you subconsciously. Um, someone, like I was saying before, I wanted to get in the film. One of the reasons why I wanted to get in the film is because of uh, the movie Birth of a Nation, not the one that came out a couple of years ago, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, that was the first time I realized how much power movies have on our subconscious. Uh, subconscious. Um, that movie led to the death of millions of Black people to this day. Um, because it gave this idea that black men are like animal savages and like we're just trying to kill and rape white women and people believe that for a long time um so the things that you watch subconsciously uh it's can sub- affect you subconsciously can 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 you know create these ideas about other people in your mind and you know this false sense of reality around you same thing with music um you know, I've been listening to hip hop for as long as I could remember. And, you know, the shit and the lifestyle that they talk about, I don't, I never thought of it as glorifying. I just thought of it as them telling their stories um, can make you think like some of this shit is real, blah, 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 blah. Or like even like when I'm listening to rock music, when I'm running versus just listening to hip hop, I run faster. Like I just run a lot faster and this and that. Like my body is affected by that. But I also, I'm also a big advocate for, um, you know, other, you know, other, other factors contributing. So like when I was younger, I would listen to hip hop and shit, but my father used to tell me all the time, you know, that shit ain't real. Right. Or, you know, just different things. So like, it's not solely on the things that you watch and listen to that affect you subconsciously, but it can have a factor. Um, I, I, I didn't believe that before, but it definitely does. Um, I think I'm being more affected by shit um, than I normally would. I was talking to my bro- my boy about it that I feel like I'm getting soft because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because for the longest time, you know, I, I I've been watching. I remember I went to the Great Blacks and Wax Museum when I was a kid. And if you don't know what a Great Blacks and Wax Museum is, like this like fucking wax figure uh, museum. I think it's in Baltimore where they pretty much have like all these different like black figures and blah, 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 but they have slave figures too. So I remember, I remember we went through like the slave part and it was like going through a horror house Mm -hmm. and, um, you would see like the slaves being thrown into shark infested water, the whip marks on their backs, blah, 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 blah. So I've been watching shit like that since I was a kid. And like, I wouldn't say that it didn't affect me, but it was more of like, it was like normal you know, under normalized, like, oh yeah, this is what happens. This is what stuff like, this is the thing that happened recently with the Ahmaud Arbery. Um, the Ahmaud Arbery really, really fucked me up for like a couple of days, especially after watching the video and the Brianna Taylor, uh, thing was the first time in life. I've read an article about a black person being murdered and I cried never in my life have I ever done that. You know, I'm a gangster. And, um, I'm realizing that a lot of things are affecting me a lot more than what they normally would. And I don't know. Maybe, I'm not getting soft. I'm just becoming more human, I guess. <laughs> wow. So, um, you know, you're just becoming more aware and attuned well, with your feelings. 
Yeah, because I was watching Will Smith and um, I forgot the guy. The guy he was he was on Girlfriends. I forgot his name, but they were talking about the male versus man, which I thought was a very interesting conversation. But um, and then one of the things that Will Smith said that he discovered, as stupid as it sounds, he's like he as he got older and became more of a man, he discovered feelings, and I was like, oh, hmm. I guess um, you know, I'm, I've always had it and I had an idea, but I guess I'm just being more comfortable with feeling feelings yes. or so um yeah so subconsciously it can have an effect but i think the responsibility is also on the person and the person's guardian if they have kids and shit like that if they're a kid that the parents and them you know be conscious of it and teach their kids that you know that shit ain't real <laughs> i think <clears throat> i am um, sorry so subconscious definitely means like it's in the back of your mind, right? But it it always has um, a say in how you feel and the decisions you make at the end of the day. Like implicit bias is a subconscious bias, but implicit bias is how we react to stereotypes, how we um, participate in day-to-day activities with others who are outside our race or even people within our race. So subconscious, feeding the subconscious is is just going to happen. So we do have to pay attention to what we consume. Um, People have been saying this for years, years and years and years, like what you read, what you eat, what you listen to, what you watch, it kind of molds you and and it makes different connections within your brain because that's how we, that's how we categorize stuff. That's how we're able to pull information together and process it. So Mm -hmm. yes, the subconscious is a big part and we should be um, diligent in understanding what we listen to and only process or like, you could listen to like rap music, hip hop and stuff cuz a lot of that stuff has a lot of truth behind it at the end of the day. But just be worrisome of how much you listen to it. Or if somebody is really not feeding into your soul and what you really want to be working on, stop listening to that person. You know what I mean? So, um at the end of the day, you pick and choose what you listen to, you pick and choose for your children like you said what you listen to. But um, consumption is going to happen and it's going to feed your subconscious. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. <clears throat> you just got to be, you know, putting the, the right things in your, um, in your mind, in your kid's mind, stuff like that. I like what you said about Will or what Will said in general about it wasn't until he was a man that he actually what did he say, felt his feelings or knew his he, feelings? He said he discovered feelings. Because, I mean, when you said that, it just brought me back to the point of men only have certain feelings that they're able to display, like anger, happiness, and I, basically those are the two that they say men have, right? Like either you're angry or you're good. Mm-hmm. And so you're not able to branch out and be sad or mm-hmm. Um, like super ecstatic about something or just like in general, like you're not able to feel all these different emotions until you're really on your own and trying to figure out your life. So that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And it's, um, it's all about what is getting in your way. So like some of it is societal, you can say that, but then it's also just your own ego 
that's mm-hmm. getting in the way of certain things because it's not like we don't feel things. Right. It's that our ego or the potential of our ego being bruised tells us to shut up or not do that. Or it's like you compensate for something else. So like, oh, this person hurt my feelings. So instead of telling the person that they hurt my feelings, your ego is like, nah, you get angry. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Yeah. No, no, for real. Um, another example, I guess, would be like when you break up or I don't know if everybody does this. <laughs> when Chandra breaks up, like she has a whole playlist for like breakup jams and stuff. Like that keeps you in a somber mood. Like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> You're right. He was, he was no good. Like, I'm not gonna cry no more. Like But do you if you listen to like the difference between I mean, you know, back in the day, the R and B songs that male singers song was a lot more vulnerable, but if you listen to like the breakup songs now, it's like, you know, fuck these hoes. These hoes ain't loyal. These hoes are for the streets. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, nah, nigga, you hurt. Just say you hurt. Yeah. <laughs> say she hurt your feelings, nigga. Shut up. Right. Oh, somebody's mad. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm on future. <laughs> oh, you calling out names. <laughs> well, maybe because who was the last person I read that was like, she's for the streets. She, or she's. I don't know. She's with the streets or whatever he said. I'm just like, I don't at this point, I don't I don't want to hear nothing but an album future because your life is getting a little too crazy for me. A little too um, crazy. Okay. Um what else did I get? Someone said talk about uh interracial dating. That sounds like a whole nother episode. It does. Um, but since they ask, I will talk about it. What What are your views on interracial dating, Chandra? I don't really have a view. Like, be happy. Do you? Be happy. I mean, Chandra, personally, I want black love. But that's mm-hmm. just my personal preference. I think if you find somebody that makes you happy and treats you right, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would I don't, you? Yeah, I don't have a big opinion on it. Would you date? Um, someone who's not. <clears throat> I mean, I've I've kind of dated a Puerto Rican before. I went out with a few other others <laughs> before. Never dated like a white person, a white guy. I don't think I would be against it. I just can't see like that's not the end story I see. So I don't know how open I am to it. Gotcha. I'm not gonna say like I'm a I'm gonna shut them down because you never know where your life could take you. But my angle, all I see is chocolate babies with a chocolate husband with a beard. You know, like he has to have a beard. It would be nice, but um, <laughs> if he doesn't, I work with what God gives me. <laughs> I mean, you could give him something to help him grow a beard. Um... <laughs> little liquid uh never mind um okay that's interesting i mean i've always found this topic interesting because my views on it have just uh i guess progressed over the years so like for the longest time i was so against it and i would get so angry every time i saw it blah 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 blah. i always thought it was a betrayal of your people this and that blah 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 um as i got older i become less 
uh, I became a lot less bothered with it to the point where I'm just like, you know, live your life, uh, you know, as long as you're happy and you're not doing it for like dumbass reasons. Cause like, there's a lot of people who do it because, oh, well, black people, there's a lot of corny people who I've talked to and they're like, well, black women are doing this or black men are doing that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's fucking lame. Uh, I mean, I talk I mean, to that was, that was going to be one of my points, but I decided to leave it alone. I'm, well, I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> what do you mean that was going to be one of your points? What are you going to say? Well, I felt like, <laughs> I felt like black men, especially like within the limelight, like <laughs> there's a lot of celebrity black men who do not date black women. And I'm just like, I just feel like it's a promotion for this quote unquote, trying to find something that's exotic. Like what? What does that even mean? And so I felt like when I saw black females dating outside their race, I would be like, yes, sis, get them, sis. Let them know how you feel. Because at the end of the day, I felt like it was a tip for tap. But it's not. People are going to date who they like. I mean, I have a sibling who doesn't really date Black women. My thing is, if you literally say, I do not like Black women, that's when I become upset. Because how do you not like your mother, your sister, your aunt? You know, like, how do you not like the women who raised you? Well, my uh, somebody I said that to a guy one time. He said, "Nigga, I'm not trying to date my mom." I said, "Touche." I mean, that's true. But at the end of the day, we all try to find certain characteristics that we know and love, and who has shown us those characteristics for the most part. It's going to be some kind of figure, important figure within your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be your birth parents, but you know what I mean. It, 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 I mean, I guess it depends on like, because not all of us are born into healthy situations. Right. So like some of us do have to create this like archetype of, or have to understand like what do they need from a partner, what they don't need for a partner. Uh, me personally, I keep the same energy either way. So like when a black guy is talking all that corny shit about black women, I keep the same energy as, as a black woman saying that. I mean, not as much because if you're speaking like just from a numerical standpoint and blah, 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 there's a disadvantage when you're a black woman, but still it's just like, there are a lot of black people who are with, there are a lot of black celebrities who are with black people. There's a lot of black love. It probably doesn't get as much showtime. It doesn't get as much views. Or it's not what's cool or what's in, but it's a lot more than what we say it is like i was you know shout outs to stevie wonder his birthday was i think yes yeah yesterday well yesterday from when we recorded and i'm like looking through he had mad baby mamas and stuff like that and i'm looking through his wives and i'm like this nigga's blind and still managed to find a sister (laughs) (laughs) everyone everyone this nigga is blind and still managed to find a sister so you can't but i mean the way i am now it's like you know live your life uh, if if this is what's made you happy, you're not doing some corny shit. That's that's on you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who I've met who are cool. Um, me personally, I can never like it's a black woman or cats. That's those are my two options. Oh wow! It's either I am with a black. No way woman. it's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, nigga gotta eat, um, but. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna eat a cat, but um, no, it's it's either black women or cats because it's like I think Amanda Seals. I watched her talk about it today, and it's like for me personally, I'm very aware of just the continuous obstacles that are put in front of um, of us, 
to not be together that that's the type of love that that type of love that black love is there is a special kind of love and I want to be a part of that yeah um, I also want to just stress on this idea that like you know the same way that there's black men who don't date black women and it's there's some toxic toxicity to that on the flip side there's some toxicness with black men who only date black women because of the image that it's portrayed or because of what it is. Like, I think I was watching School Days. I watched School Days for the first time. And um, Lawrence Fishburne's girlfriend brought up this idea that I only think you're only with me because I fit your pro-Black narrative. And that's something that a lot of us have to be conscious of. I have to be conscious of. And I think the most important thing for me is that I genuinely love Black people and I genuinely love Black women. And that's what I want. It's not a facade. It's not anything like that. There's certain things that I'm conscious of that I overthink. But I, at the end of the day, I want to end up with a sister because that's what I genuinely want. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I, I'm I'm the same way. But I feel like we should definitely broaden that topic. Well, not broaden the topic. Discuss it more. Go more yeah. in depth with the discussion. So I would love to have that as one of the episodes. So thank you, whoever asked that question. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to go into detail about that. Um, uh, yeah, especially because I noticed that way more out here than I did back in New York. Interracial relationships. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot more frequent than what I'm, I guess, used to. Mm-hmm. Well, not for me personally. I mean, growing up in Arizona, you see that stuff all the time. But, I feel like in New York, they had their own neighborhood. <laughs> the interracial couples. Yeah, I feel like the interracial couples had their own neighborhood. It was like, like um, it was, um, it was. If I were to describe the neighborhood, it's like by Grand Army Plaza in Brooklyn. It's like right next to the right across the street from the Brooklyn Museum. It's like you would always see, like a black man with like big curly kinky hair. Um, uh, so he was dressed a certain way. And he was always with like his white woman in a stroller. That's what it always was. Went around that neighborhood. I don't know. Did you say a white woman in a stroller? Yeah, she's pushing her stroller. That's what you would always see. Oh, I thought I literally pictured the white woman in a stroller. I said, I don't know what kind of fucked up picture we're talking about right now. Yo. But I'm concerned for this. I'm concerned for both of (laughs) y'all. This grown man push your grown ass in a stroller? What is wrong with you? And then we have multiple of these. I yeah, <laughs> I, I think a whole neighborhood step, for life, step for wife kind of shit. Like what? Yeah, I never would. Um, would you mess with a, like a person who's not black though? Like, would you have like just you know hook up with them? Um, I, I don't know. I the reason I don't know is because. Let's pray to God my mama doesn't listen to this episode. She probably is. I know. Um, close your ears, mama. Uh, so the reason is I'm a little scared of what I might see when they unbuckle their pants. You mean pink penis? You said pink penis? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they're penis. I'm scared if it's going to be like small or weird looking. I mean, I guess I'm scared about that with any instance of any man, but I just feel more confident about the black men that I run into 
being able to satisfy me. Uh uh-uh, I'm gonna need that penis to be cooked a little bit more. <laughs> Why is it so white? So pink. What? <laughs> I don't eat raw meat. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't want to say that I'm against it. I think if opportunity, if that's something that I wanted to actually do, then I don't think I I would stop myself. I think I would enjoy the moment, but. I've honestly never had that kind of encounter with anybody outside my race. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've never uh, hooked up with anyone who wasn't uh, black. I hooked up with a person, she was Latino, but she was Dominican. And I was like, you black. Like, <laughs> like, like she knew she was black when she was black. I'm like, nigga, your hair is nappier than mine. Like, you black. It's okay. But um, ain't nothing wrong with nappier. I was just establishing it. But um, would I hook up with someone who's not black? Uh, I mean... If I drank enough. Okay. You don't even drink. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> that no, is the I answer, don't... folks. You said what? That is the answer, folks. <laughs> nah, maybe. Potentially. Okay. Potentially, maybe. But like date and like have a family and shit? Nah, that's not happening, kid. I mean, some of these people make beautiful children. That's fine. Black babies is beautiful, too. I didn't say they were. I no, I'm not saying that. that. I, and I wasn't saying that you were saying that. I want to be clear. I'm just saying that we could make some beautiful ass babies too. You're right. Because I'm Charger, here. Our kids would be gorgeous. I'm here, child. I'm here. You said you our, kids. Had a ba- our kids would be ba- uh, beautiful. You think so? Mm-hmm. Especially if they take after me. <laughs> What's I'm just, I'm just gonna say my initial comment that I wanted to say was that I feel like within my family there's so many cute children in general. I feel like once I get pregnant, like it's gonna be like, bam! Oh, there's the ugly child. Like there's the funny one we were looking for. Like everybody all, has one. Everybody right? Like all the good, beautiful children were taken already, and Shonda just. You know, I love my child either way, but I'm just saying some children are a little funny looking. Is that fucked up that that's like a legit fear of mine? Like, um, no, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and judge your fear because I have the same one. <laughs> oh no, baby! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, damn! Now I got to make sure my kid looks fly. I can't fucking. I mean, there's no way you can ensure that. Even sometimes beautiful people have like, oh, (laughs) like, oh, okay, they'll grow into into it. Don't worry. I never know what to say in those situations. (laughs) Oh, her bonnet is so cute. Yo, I swear to God, if I'm holding my baby in my hand and somebody compliments their shoes, I'm squaring up with my (laughs) face. You're not gonna talk about my baby like that. <laughs> Where'd you get that outfit? It is amazing. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> my mama said she ain't got nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing. I just thought about that. Let me write that down. <laughs> you over there holding your baby in hand. Ooh, look at them shoes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just would be so devastated. Uh, 
Maybe. I mean, but everybody has their funky period. Everybody has like an ugly Betty period. Yeah, when you're 12. Not 12. Sometimes, sometimes it's at birth. That's true. And sometimes they grow into like this adorable toddler and then your face changes a little when you become like a little kid and then your face changes a little again when you become an adult. I mean, a teenager into adulthood. I mean, yeah, somebody said that, uh, a comedian said that. I think it was Gary Owen. He was like, um, you know, everyone can have a cute baby, but, you know, it's a cute adult. You need to worry about when them features start kicking in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So maybe my attention shouldn't be on my ugly baby. <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful, it's going to turn into a swan. Just beautiful. <laughs> Put that in the air now. <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> Look at my little swan. Come here. <laughs> oh, wasn't that duck? Like, there was something wrong with the ugly duckling. Wasn't yeah. it black or some shit like that? I don't think it was black. I think it was literally I think, ugly. Maybe. I think it was black. I think, it, like, they made it black or something. Like, for some reason. I'm, I might be working. You know me. I'm always looking for the racism. Exactly. <laughs> of course they did. But why has it got to be black, though? Like, this. <laughs> Yeah, that was my that was my my girl best friend. One of her favorite movies when she was younger. The ugly she was duck. like, "Oh, I be its friend." <laughs> like, that is the only time, Jazz. That is the only time my friend ever had some empathy for somebody. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it took the ugly duckling for a two Like, I don't understand. We've watched murders and those. <laughs> But one fictional duck got you. No, I'm lying. She got mad empathy, but she buck as hell. So <laughs> it's just far few in between. <laughs> you like, your dumb ass shouldn't have did it. What? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my right, God. Well, those are all the questions I had. You know what? This took up more time than I thought. I told you, nigga. I knew we was going to start talking. I said all we needed was three. I guess. <laughs> I like this kind of stuff, though. I mean, I've always wanted people to, like, write write shit, and then I have to figure out how to answer it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Steve um, Harvey, the strawberry letters. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, oh, okay, well, let's. this is my opinion on the situation. Sis, drop his ass. Because, <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Yo, I'm, I'm always giving... Uh, relationship advice I guess that's you know, no 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 not unsolicited people will call me and um you know we'll have conversations and what I love uh especially when I'm talking to women with relationship advice is the shit that they reveal as the story progresses so like and it gets to the point where like why are we even talking about this thing <laughs> like, like it's like like I was talking to somebody not, I'm not gonna give away all their information or whatever but I was talking to somebody and he's like, yeah, you know, I really cared about old boy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, besides the fact that he got kids. I'm like, hold on, he got kids? And he's like, how many kids? Five. Five. How many different baby mamas? Five. Oh. <laughs> you say he still, he ain't got no job? Oh. Why are we talking about this nigga? Why, why is he on your radar? What does he offer you? 
Yo, he's doing all this stuff. Like, I'm talking. And, like, even even my homegirl was like, I know, I know. But I'm like, my nigga, why are we, like... But I like that type of stuff because it's fun. It's just funny. Um, and, you know, I feel deep sometimes when I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, I should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You're right. Now, you know I can't. You, you know I can't spell. That Listen, that is what editors are for. <laughs> you just like need your mastermind behind it. This has yeah. been another episode of Yo to Yeah. It was I was I was doing it. I, was I doing wanted it. to complete it today. <laughs> Anyways, we definitely enjoyed your guys' questions. Um, we would love to hear more questions, more situations, more stories. What you got, give it to us. Okay. And mm-hmm. we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Y'all be sure to follow us on social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at yo to your. That's at Y-O-O, the number two, Y-E-R-R. Also, you can follow us individually. You can follow your girl Chandra at goddess underscore of underscore thickness double zero, y'all. And Katama at Katama. That's K-E-T-A-Y-M-A. All right. Hope to hear from y'all soon.